2: Lock Talk Radio. Hello,
1: everybody, and
3: welcome to our U Instant Reaction Review. And in a very funny roll role reversal, you're monkeying with all kinds of things, and I'm just sitting here waiting for you to pull the whole structure down. <laughs> I'm just trying to adjust a few things. Yeah, now you know how I feel every week. <clears throat> yeah,
1: that was a great introduction. Um, All right. This week, uh, we actually, I'm going to kind of give the little quick rundown because I like to do that every once in a while. Right. If In case you are new to the show. You're really not going to do the introduction? No, I'll do the introduction. Right. But, um, it, <laughs> in Just in case people are new oh, to the show. Once in a while, it, people will be new to the show, right? right? Hi. And uh, I don't say it every week and I don't want to say it every week, but I like to right. say it every once in a while. Right. Uh just to give you the basic rundown of the show, which is not gonna work out this week, obviously, but the basic idea of the show is uh we are they don't, they don't
3: know that yet, though. This
1: is we one. are two uh, you know, kind of y- your normal uh movie snobs to some degree or another, yeah. and movie critics. And uh I am Mark Eastman. Um <laughs> uh, <sighs> From screening dot com. Introduction ever. I am. Well, I was just going to say I am. Then I didn't say who I was. But right. I, I am a member of the Broadcast I Film am. Critics Association. So, you know, we're we're semi legitimate
3: movie critics. Right.
1: But uh, the focus of this show is just to be,
3: you know, more regular
1: guys. Not not okay? what we
3: are really. It's just to be who you would talk to or hear talking out of the theater once you've seen the film. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Sort right. of like you know. And we do you, a, you can, you know, get our sort of snootier reviews, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, versions of our take <laughs> on movies, and that's not what this is though. This we is just an... like as if you were walking out of the theater right. and ran into us, right? And we just talk about the movie. Right, okay? we've okay. just seen the film, and that's our that's our version of reviewing movies on the podcast. And right. and that's it. That theory is exactly why I wanted to do the podcast, <laughs> right? Mostly because. <laughs> I like to listen to some movie podcasts, and yeah. and I don't like them,
3: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. There are a couple that I really like. You're embracing the, 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 one, the change you want to be.
1: Exactly. So, right. The ones that I like, actually, um, that I enjoy listening to are a lot more sort of movie news than really reviews, because yeah. the ones that I have found that are doing reviews, as I've said before, even uh, on our little introduction our, it's kind of like they write their review and then they sort of read it at you yeah, <laughs> on, exactly. on the air and it's not really like that it's the same kind of a perspective right. that you're going to get if you were, were just to read their review and and that's not what i want to listen to right. if i want to read a review i'll read a review I'll If i want to listen right. to a podcast i don't want to just have it be that same you right. know i don't know that same take right. you're getting on movies Anyway, so I just did want to run down. I like to kind of throw that out every once in a while so people know what they're getting into. (laughs) Yeah, right. I am, as I've said already, I'm your host, Mark Eastman from RUScreening.com. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, you may well be tuning in, hoping to hear a view of side effects. It was great. And you're not going to get that
3: We have a very good reason for this. But. And
1: and I hate to throw people, you know, oh, yeah. a curve like that. Right. Like we set it up as though we're gonna do something. Totally false advertising. It is totally false advertising. You may be aware that there's a certain sort of blizzard in our area. Yeah. And you know, the movie just did not happen. Right. The movie screening did not we, happen. We
3: we had planned to go see this yesterday before we knew That this super storm was dropping, you know, almost a foot and a half on us. And and in the midst of our planning, we scheduled it on the day, in the middle of the day when the super storm was really pounding us. So we didn't brave the roads. We didn't go out. And we were going to make that sacrifice for you. Right the audience. But right. then we realized We really, almost
1: did. We came we really did come close. We came pretty close to going that we just said, you know And I think really
3: coming close is, you know, I I texted you from the comfort of my chair right. and you replied right. from the warmth of your, you know, pellet stove and you're like, Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Right. So. Not almost as in we got halfway there, then we're <laughs> right. stuck in we the had snow. to turn back. Right. No. Which would have been amazing seeing as last week when we went to go see Warm Bodies, we went to a theater that had no power. Or minimal power and no heat. Right. So if there's a sign, out which there, was sort of interesting, that, right, yeah, that did not help in
1: the decision to brave the <laughs> right. storm Again, to get to the right. movie theater. I'm like, what if I get there? And, and, is, then, yeah. and then, who knows? Anyway. So, um, we, so we didn't go. And, and I'm really bummed out actually now because the more I hear about side effects, the yeah. more
3: I want to see it, which well, is This is an horrendous. interesting thing. This is maybe funny to people that are listening, but we haven't even talked about this, you and I, yet. Are we going to see this and do it – are we going to try to catch up and do it next week as well? Or
1: I, I'm not is sure. Is just getting left by the wayside? I, yeah, I'm not sure. i heard some really good things and, about it. And the thing is um, I will – You know, let people who happen to be listening in on on what we're going to do instead so they just don't go, well, they're just going to babble for an hour, which is actually what we're going to do, but it's going to be (laughs) sort of focused babble. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to just look at movies that are coming up. We're just going to do kind of a coming soon show and our take and our thoughts and expectations and what we're looking forward to that's coming up pretty recently
3: yeah uh,
1: um you know not too far ahead because here's the thing where side effects becomes tricky because as you know next week everything comes out because right. it's the day after Valentine's Day right so every as much as everyone is Hating on January and February right. if you're putting out movies. Yeah, that's like except it, the closest weekend to Valentine's Day. Then right. we're going to throw out something for everyone, mm-hmm. maybe even a couple of things for most people. Yeah, it's
3: really a shotgun. Of everything. Somebody
1: is going to have date night, and you're going to have to have your choices of what to see or right. whatever. And you know, I I don't even know the exact way that works in people's uh, minds because there's. You know, there's a good day to die hard. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: that's like the guys who couldn't get a date, but they want to go out anyway or something. Right. I, or I, maybe you're dragging your girlfriend to that, I guess. But with the competing
3: things right. that your girlfriend is trying to drag right. you like to, beautiful creatures and, and, and safe, safe haven. haven. Right. I would say to anyone out there who's got the ability, and a week out you're not going to have this chance. But if if you take your girl or your significant other to a dinner then they get to choose and then the guy gets to choose the film and the guy will choose Bruce Willis he's going to want to see a good day to die hard so maybe right. that's how that will work right i don't think so and now we
1: now we already know uh, <laughs> that um at least Bruce Willis confirms i don't know if there's real confirmation right. but Bruce Willis Bruce. confirms that there's another one coming yeah and really i just am kind of at the point where i'm like can we not you know, love what we have already no, and just no, move I, on. No, I'm
3: against this. I can't wait until it's a good day to kill aliens in right, die hard. Because right. pretty soon there are no more it, terrorists it's a, or it's governments. It's a good day to like, it's a good get day. really pissed at the right.
1: people at the you know home health right.
3: services well, it'll facility be, or something. <laughs> It'll be an alien race called the Hardakians or something. It'll be Die Ackians and, and it will be fantastic. It'll but be awesome. The only thing he doesn't take down are, are alien races. So I'm waiting for that. Right.
1: I think it was funny. I was uh, trying to put together some clips this week. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and I don't have a lot because, no, really here, because here's the thing. I could get a lot of interview clips and stuff that, for a bunch of movies that I don't care about and don't want to talk about, right? <laughs> right. The ones that I actually kind of thought were interesting, not so much. So, you know, like Safe Haven, which is a movie right. that really pisses me off. Yeah. And, Why does it piss you off, Mark? You know, We'll get into all this sort oh, of Oh, we're going to get all, into All it? this sort of all stuff. Right. I don't know. but So that's what we're going to talk about this week is what's coming up. And right. really, we're just <laughs> going to probably – Babble incessantly, but I do want to mention before we get into really the thick of it, uh, I just have to mention again how how now the Blizzard has screwed people over listening to our show who are big fans because right. we have a giveaway on the show mm-hmm. where you can win every movie we review this year. Right, and now look what we've done. We've <laughs> thr- well, yeah, <laughs> we, we, right. we've we've thrown we've one thrown out, it out of the loop. I don't know. We could even. So the thing is, is that so much stuff comes out next week that, you know, what I'm thinking is, are we really going to be able to get to Save Haven and do that? Because there's, yeah, you know, tons of stuff next week, and actually going into the next couple of weeks, up a little bit of speed. There so. are some interesting things yeah. coming out, especially like once you well, hit March and stuff. So it's not like there are
3: these empty weeks. There's like not you like you would a lot of think place.
1: that there would be. Yeah,
3: maybe the thing to do contest-wise is to just know that if, if there's a grand winner from the whole thing, if we get 100 entries, side effects will be in there. Because we would have done we'll it. We'll
1: just have it anyway. It'll just be Even in Even though there we anyway. didn't review it, right. it still counts. Yeah.
3: And, all right, fine. I mean, I guess that's the
1: easiest way to do it. Sure, whatever. So anyway. And whoever
3: wins can watch it and then call us and we can tell them directly. Right, how, how great it is. <laughs> yeah. So there is a contest. Check out yeah. the site,
1: <laughs> ruscreening.com. And, uh, you know, the, there's a page. As soon as you get there, there's a big giant thing that says win every movie we review. It's <laughs> right. it's, it's, you can't not, it. it's not hard to find. Right. And go to that page, follow the rules. It involves iTunes because we're trying to get reviews on iTunes. Yep. And you can enter to win uh, on Blu-ray every movie we review we this review. year. So now I guess, you know, we can just jump in. I actually have some clips. For side effects. Great, we can taunt even more. <laughs> Which sucks because they're right. interesting clips, but why use them now?
3: But right, because um, I
1: won't know anything. We could. Jude Law had some interesting things to say about the movie, actually. And what's weird about this movie because when I first saw the trailer for Side Effects, yeah, I'm go- I'm kind of thinking, oh, you know, hooray for this, right? You know, kind of. It looks a little goofy and it's the whole now she's taking some drugs and right. no one knows what happened and <laughs> and it's some kind of like sort of backhanded bashing all the drugs that everyone takes and everything right, right? like right. Uh, oh I'm depressed everyone's on some drug yeah. or another right Right. except that it, you know it actually looks
3: pretty good it's I, thought, I thought the first trailer looked a, like and a and new it, version of like Rachel getting married or something like it just looked like this weepy uh, sad home drama of a girl who slides into this right. drug. And I was like, I don't wanna see that. Right. Then so I gave know. So, so you didn't, then I no you then didn't I gave like another, Rachel getting married, you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just if I'm in the mood for that, then that's the mood that I'm in. But this didn't really look like it. So Right. I didn't think the trailer I didn't think I, the, trailer, yeah, I I didn't think the trailer really represented the what it Early was trailers, like. right. Especially
1: yeah. the earlier trailers just looked strange.
3: Yeah.
1: And as the film got closer it put out these new trailers with different spins on things. Kind of, it's yeah. almost like you they know were trying it, to snare everybody. And... and well, it was just weird because it was like all of a sudden it looked like a whole other thing. Yeah. And I don't know. Now it looks really good. It's getting uh, really good press. We're not going to see it. The the critics are are doing great with it. You know, I don't even know if maybe we'll see like two or something. No. or – I don't know, but it does look really good, but I just don't know if we can get it in next week because there's so many things. We should yeah. we should see something that's coming right. out then. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, um actually I guess since I since I already threw out Safe Haven, which is hilarious.
3: So you're going to talk about why you dislike save, it?
1: Yeah, Safe Haven really irritates me <laughs> in, in in a very special way. All right. And the reason is, you know, all the people out there, I guess, who are huge Nicholas Sparks fans and love every movie based on something by Nicholas Sparks, I got to tell you, first of all, are not listening to the show.
3: You don't know that. Because they don't care. They, oh, they, they, could, they, they, they don't, could be waiting for us to they do don't,
1: – They don't want to hear you know, commentary Actually, you know what, about their movie. They just want to sit there and – I'm not going to name-check them.
3: <laughs> I'm not even sure that they're listening today.
1: I know for a fact
3: that two people who love Nicholas Sparks listen to our show. Oh, get out of time. I'm,
1: well, um, only because they know you, though. That's not like – real people. I, they you know people. I know two who, fake you know, people. It's not like <laughs> they're not real. Random people who said, I want to listen to a show about you I don't guarantee guarantee reviewing
3: movies. There were a few Nicholas anyway. Sparks fans out there.
1: Anyway, there well I'm not maybe there are. I don't anyway. know anyway. But the reason that, that it bugs me yeah. is because I can't stand Nicholas Sparks movies. Because <laughs> first of all, I mean, you know, they what have, have you seen you've seen the they, notebook I'm they sure. have their place in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's really Lifetime Movie Network is where their place is. Right. And how Nicholas Sparks, all of a sudden, this, to me, it's sort of like a Fifty Shades Grey thing, you know? Yeah. Because Fifty Shades Grey, like, takes off and it's insane, right? Right. It's horribly written. Yeah. It, it's written like not even the brightest eighth grader wrote right. it. It's, like, terribly <laughs> written, but it's, like, this huge thing. And it's yeah. it's, the, it's the same thing with me with... Nicholas Sparks movie, I'm like, you know, they're okay stories. They're they're not terrible. They're not the worst thing ever. They're not like, uh, you know, if you watch a lot of Lifetime Movie Network movies, you know that some of them you go, "Eh, okay, this isn't my thing, but, you know, fine. And some of them are really bad. I mean, like really
3: (laughs) horribly written. I wish you could see the way his eyes made that really bad statement. Some of them are terrible, right? Yeah.
1: And and Nicholas Sparks' stories are, you know, uh, would be kind of the upper tier yeah. of Lifetime Movie Network right. movies, but why are they such big hits in real theaters as real movies? Yeah. Some of them are like, okay, but most of them are really just this is the part corny goofiness, right? You would admit you cried at the notebook. And the reason that this movie <laughs> ticks me off is because a couple of movies ago – um, now, I don't know how to pronounce his name, actually, but it's the director is Lace. I think it's Lace, Lace? Hallstrom. Oh, yeah. And he directed Dear John, <laughs> right. which was just <laughs> fantastic, right? Yeah, and right. now he's directing Safe Haven. Right. And he's awesome. Yeah. And how he got wrangled into, into this, this craziness yeah. just drives me insane. Yeah. It just irritates the hell out of me that he is now he's actually directed some of my favorite movies yeah and not only some of my favorite movies but some movies that Good are really great films that are really way. cool yeah. going back to what's eating gilbert grape yeah. which is not one of my favorite movies but i like it's it it's a lot. great movie yeah and uh, Chocolat, right. which is actually one of my favorite movies yeah. that i think is amazing yeah he's got, and, he's got a killer yeah, list Cider here. house rules and you know lots of hmm. even when they're not the greatest things They're interesting. I mean, he puts together interesting movies, even like uh, Salmon Fishing in the Yemen, not very long Mm -hmm. ago, which, uh, you know, did did well with critics was uh, Ewan McGregor, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was a that was an interesting movie. It was a little bit of a like a kind of a schlocky thing, but it was an interesting movie. And he's done and the shipping news. A lot of people liked. I didn't. Love that one, but even still, for like a bad movie, yeah, yeah. I can see why people liked it. So, if that's going to be your bad movie, yeah, I would take that. Right? right, I mean, it's at least still a very interesting movie. And now, all of a sudden, we're on our second. Nicholas Sparks movie. Well,
3: maybe he's gearing up to do the film version of Fifty Shades of Grey. It, to totally tank whatever <laughs> <Right>. feeling of <laughs> positive you've got about him. I mean, look at this poster. So the, How can you <laughs> not like this poster?
1: How, how can you not love this movie? This looks so yeah, passionate when, and when when like, we, full of light. When,
3: when, when we get I the show. I can't even say it with a straight face.
1: <laughs> when we get the show onto the uh, right. website, when we have the you know post right. for the uh, yeah. show and we'll have it <laughs> embedded there and everything and all. I'll put the trailers up of mm-hmm. the movies we talk about, and then you know I'll have you know, see the poster here for right. reference yeah. <laughs> when Shane talks right. about the poster. The poster is really just sad. <laughs> it kind of it, it kind of is. It's like I'm not even going to try. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna, right. I'm just going to throw this out right. anyway. So Safe Haven's coming, so be sure to check wow. that out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's got like. See, it's almost one of those things where you go, okay, it's Nicholas Sparks, and I just I'm not interested in Nicholas Sparks yeah. books turned into movies or whatever. But then you go, but look who's directing? Right. Well, maybe I want to watch that. Right. And no, not so much. Not at least not if Dear John is any. I don't know. Now right. everybody is you know tuning out already, going Dear John's the greatest movie
3: yeah. I ever saw. Right.
1: But now moving on because we're not going to see Safe Haven. <laughs> we're not gonna review Save Haven. Right. It is a movie that's coming up. But what I wanted to kind of actually talk about when we, you know, sort of got forced here into um talking about movies that are coming up. We got a caller. No, we
3: don't. We got a caller.
1: Uh see we're switching around. Okay, hold on. We do have a caller. I don't know if we'll be able to hear the caller. We'll do wow. our best. Right here. Hello?
0: Hello. Um this is my first time uh tuning in to you guys. Um uh, well, I like I like what you. I'm hearing. <laughs> Thanks a
1: lot. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad because we're not actually reviewing a movie. We're really just babbling. So
3: we were using a different screen for a minute and now that we're back, I love looking at the chat window where you're also typing in and you're saying, I called in, take my call. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an act of desperation, I assure huh. you.
1: Can we um, all looking around at I to see right and this time we did place holster movies yeah did did we, you have a a a comment or question or anything like that yeah. yeah you
0: have to admit by by all reasonable thinking you have to admit that the movie industry has sucked for the last 3 years up to 2012 because basically they were going to just quit on everybody it's been nothing but reruns of uh of movies of of uh, uh of old old style movies, if, if, I, you know. Why didn't they even do a Brady Bunch Part Three or something?
1: <laughs> oh, that's coming. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I would I would say um. Well, well actually, I'll just ask. I was going to comment, but I'll just. Why do you pick three years?
0: Well, because it's been pretty bad for the last three years. In no, fact, I it, would say it,
1: longer than three years. Yeah. But so I was just wondering if that if that did, you know as time as frame <laughs> right right i as, was just wondering if that time frame ha, was connected to a specific thing or it's well, well it kind ahead. of
0: is there's a psychology there and uh recently you know i we've been ripped off in the movie industry by the movie industry all our lives i I've, I've been i've been work, i've worked for a dod cia navy and me, uh, Andrew Bishago, Regina Dugan, the head of DARPA, we've been teleporting around. Uh, nowhere on earth are you going to teleport over to one and a quarter seconds uh, for the last 40 years. I grew up in industry. I grew up in, in agency and company. My father, Lockheed Skunk work Worker, he uh, built the TR-3C. Uh, he Most black aircraft have gravity generators in them. Uh, time is indistinguishable from distance. When we ran through the old-style tele- teleporters back back in the 80s, you had to exceed faster than one meter per second. If you threw your arms back in the act of running, that total sum, as as, as ridiculous as it sounds, you would have to last, last the Apollo astronauts who were coming forward. Stern, last person on the moon, has stated that he has teleported extensively, especially in, in the late 1980s, early 90s. You would have to laugh at Buzz Aldrin, who who has claimed and stated that he has gone to Mars in a public disclosure. You would have to laugh at those people as well. And, uh, you know, it, it's almost it, – it's movie made. You have depictions of Stargate, you know
1: <laughs> – you know, oddly enough, I, I think someone's messing with your phone
4: because you're
1: yeah, really you kind of cutting and and out. out. A lot.
3: Like it It's
1: uh, not us. So that's kind of freaking me out a little right. bit right there.
0: That always does this when I talk about this, period. It always
1: does. I think that's kind of freaking me out. Actually. It is a little on its own. So.
0: <laughs> well, um, I mean, really, you have Buzz Aldrin uh, wants to go back to Mars because he's been to Mars our apollo astronauts took the teleporter technology the the jump room structures that I was going to out of el segundo when I was j- doing jumps out, out of the howard Hughes building um you know first uh, first trip was was around 8 minutes second trip 1981 and i believe uh i believe it was um august of 81 took 16 minutes uh january february of 82 took about uh 14 minutes to get to mars uh, when you teleport, you're going to be extremely thirsty after you get there. Are you there?
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, we're here. I, I, this is interesting, but I did notice that one of the things that you mentioned when you were when you were trying to chat through the the chat window was that you said you had a movie for us that would blow us away. What was that?
0: Do this on Andrew Bishago's and, and William Stelling's life of of working for the for the industry for for CIA for DoD for DNI for Navy. So so what's uh, the movie? Uh, Project Pegasus. Like
3: Project Pegasus is that, you, the, you cut out a bit there. There
0: is a movie. No,
3: I, I'm saying oh, okay. there's,
0: there very much should be. You know, well, I get it. Okay. I mean, this, this is seriously like you know, this is real time, real life uh, right. stuff. I mean, you know, we we I've worked with gravity generators, gravity generators inherent in all teleporter uh, time travel technology. I wrote about Fukushima four years before it happened. Titled it "Japan Earthquake 2011." I wrote that in 2007 when I did a four-year forward jump. You know, just I just wrote what I read in the paper. That's really you know, cool. I, I mean, we are we are for real.
1: I feel like I could listen to this forever, but I I think I'm gonna have to let you go. <laughs>
0: All right, no, understandable. It, it's just sad that 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 we get ripped off, screwed over by by the movie industry, and that they they are literally acting like their own self destruction. A- and you know th- right. they could, you know they could certainly just do better. Just you know having having a fifteen year old write the script with with maybe <laughs> I a,
1: think they do sometimes. That. <laughs> that's true for sure. Um, <laughs> I think at this point I'm going to say thanks for calling in, and we're going to have to let you go.
3: There is one thing that that he does bring up, which is interesting in a cyclical kind of pattern um, where – and we've talked about this before. We've even mentioned it on other podcasts I think, but we talk so much it's hard to remember what actually bleeds over onto the show and what doesn't. But when TV is doing really well, movies seem to suffer. You know, right. in these last few years with Breaking Bad, there, Mad Men, The Walking Dead.
1: There's Man, a huge, there's Man, a huge you've got... back and forth with that. Yeah, that, right. That there's... is – there is kind of this weird cycle thing that seems to happen. TV will suddenly kind of feel like uh, there's nothing it's on TV. It's stale and it's old and everything. And is... then all of a
3: sudden there and... are a lot of good movies to right. see. Exactly. And it's then... <laughs> almost like there's a right. certain amount of, like, pie. And it's creative and right. it's awesome and right. it's interesting. and. They just all are at the buffet and sometimes the TV guys get it. Right. And for the last few years, like everyone had said for a while when The Sopranos was just dominating everything, you know, it seemed like that was the only thing that was dominating everything. And then there was a lull and then movies did really great. Right. But you know, you've and got now, shows like you've got shows like Death now, Air, Breaking TV Bad. Is huge. Mad Men, all these shows are in there, not first or second seasons. These are in many seasons and it's just been going on and on. T V is the place to tell the best stories right, right now. So and, films. And not suffer. only that, but
1: when you get things like uh you know, HBO taking over a lot of right. everything, right? I mean you've got <laughs> yeah. like Boardwalk Empire and and uh you know, even um now I'm losing it. Game of Thrones, right? And and all of the different you know big cable networks like them, yeah, taking huge chunks. Yep. While you also have things like you know USA and TBS and TNT are putting out their own you know original programming, and they're taking a lot of the actors that would be in movies. The, yeah. I mean, they are getting it's really real yeah. serious actors mm-hmm. to be on shows, and. You know, you get like American Horror Story is, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just taking over so much of the creativity that there is, whether it's Mm -hmm. taking, you know, like writers who would be working on movies Mm -hmm. or actors who would be working on movies, and it's all suddenly everybody is is stuffed in that right you know cubicle and yeah. it's like where
3: are the movie's gonna go there are still there are still films that we're never gonna get like a TV equivalence you know equivalency for you know there's never going to be something like the version of Anna Karenina that we just saw right. know, they're not right. gonna they're not gonna make a season out of that they right. might be a two night you know movie well event, that's but that's
1: the weird thing too is that
3: um, you know there seems to be this weird thing
1: and I've talked about this before I know but Um, I don't know if it was on the show or if I was just talking to you, like like you just said.
3: Um,
1: You know, there's this weird thing where there are these TV shows that as soon as the pilot is on, I'm like, shouldn't that be a movie? That's just the story of a movie. Right. And like right now you have The Americans, which, uh, you know, premiered really well. Yeah. So that was actually kind of cool to see something like that get a decent, you know, ratings draw for its premiere. Yeah. But as you're watching all of the promos for that show, which would not end, they would never end. Uh, I mean that was like, I kept saying mar- that was like marketing marketing money right. apparently doing its job because wow. it got people to tune in or whatever. But that you know it was on all the time. But yeah. that every time I saw it, I'm like, that's a series, right? Because it just feels yeah, it like, like a that's film. a movie. Like, yeah. how do you keep going with that forever? Right? right? I right. mean, theoretically, yeah, forever. Right. And it's weird, too, um, you know, we're t- as off topic as you could be, but it's weird, too, just the way American television works when you think about things like that compared to, like, in the U.K. or something. right? A lot of times these shows come out, they don't have, like, seasons the way yeah. we generally think about it. They can just have a show if they wanted to that right. is, like, supposed to be six episodes, yeah. like you would sort of here i think it's a mini series or something right. but but it would have like 6 episodes and it could just be done yeah and that would be the thing right. and it might go on and have yeah. another season who knows but when it's here and you're coming out with something like the americans and what you're expecting is this show will be on as long as people will watch it right like what are you going to do with this movie Every plot you have time, yeah. forever yeah. and ever
3: right anyway right. We, so wait you were on beautiful uh, creatures that's where we were I was
1: next week. I was getting to Beautiful Creatures right yeah. now, um, just because it's the thing. What I was actually going to say as soon as we <laughs> – when we got that thing that we had a call, what I was going to say yeah. is what I wanted to look at for these movies coming up is what movies are, are kind of interesting to us. Mm-hmm. Why are they interesting to us? Right. What movies that you might not think are interesting to us right. are and for what reasons? And you know, actually, I'm kind of interested in Beautiful Creatures. Um, And and, and I totally should not be. (laughs) There's nothing, there's nothing that would like jump out at you about that, that should make it interesting to me because it's, you know, it's very clearly, right? Like the Twilight knockoff kind of, at least I've got to think that that's how this looks like to me, your average person is going to look at it, right? It's just, it's just the girl is a witch Instead right. of a vampire, right, and now there's some stuff that i don't e- didn't even know about this until I started <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking into it, it yeah because i I actually have a clip that I think i'll play because it's kind of interesting to just you have a beautiful creature's clip to just have the oh
3: yeah, you do the right. uh
1: director gives us the rundown, all right, so I thought why not. If we're going to give the rundown, why would we give the rundown if if we can have the director of the movie give the rundown? So I'm just – because this actually keyed me into some stuff that I didn't know how complicated it was, I guess. Okay. So let's just listen to it.
2: It's about a young man living in a town that's hidden from the world. And his mother has just died, and he longs to get out of this town. He reads books that are banned, and then he places them up on his wall, dreaming of going to Europe and New York. And and he doesn't relate to his teenage friends anymore. And into this town comes this strange young girl whose family founded the town. And they fall in love. And what we find out is that she is a supernatural, and her family are supernaturals. And that supernaturals, these casters, have special powers, and they've been with... Uh, they've been beside mankind since the beginning of time, and they remain hidden. And um, it becomes a Romeo and Juliet story, and then a race against time uh, for her to be claimed. And the claiming is uh, a key part of the story. When she turns 16, her powers are going to be claimed for the light or for the dark.
1: Okay, and there's a little... castor
2: caster uh, is the proper term for a witch... Where you know Lena explains that if you call us a witch, it's kind of like calling a smart kid a geek or an athlete a jock. But they're they're supernatural. They're uh, to me they're people. They're not immortals. They're people who have powers uh, beyond um, the finite uh, abilities of most of most mortals.
1: So what about no. a young man living. Oh, hold on. So now there <laughs> was it. <sometimes laughs> you wanted to hear it twice. Yeah, it was on. I put it on infinite repeat. I thought that would be great to just do forever. Yeah, right. In case you didn't. So now, um, all that first part that he's talking about, yeah. I, I had no idea uh, right. that that was in the movie. Where there's some town that mm-hmm. no one knows about. That it's like Eureka, but right? For uh, you know, I don't even know. But for what witches, are the these, what are these people in the town? I mean, right. are are they just like the? We'll know. See, if it was vampires, then right. I then I'd say, Well, this is like the secret towns where they grow their food. Right. Right. So they have <laughs> right. people they can eat or something. But so I don't even have any idea what this whole thing about this secret town that no one knows exists and the guy wants to get out of the town or whatever, and then it turns into this whole Romeo and Juliet thing because they're on different sides. Right. And, you know, is it is it one group of casters who are dark or white mixing together. Is that the Romeo and Juliet thing? Are they regular people versus the cat? You know, I don't good questions. I don't even know. It's very complicated, but one of the things that I think, um, you know, kind of got me interested to see this Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's, it's not so much that I hate twilight in a theoretical way, right? You know, like nothing good, could come of anything remotely related to that. Right. Right. Um, I think the books are kind of sadly written. And yeah. I don't like the fact that people who are too old really love those books. Sort of like the Harry Potter thing, right? If you're old enough, I don't like that you think Harry Potter is the best book ever written.
3: I don't want you to pick on me in my dress robe <laughs> I mean, every time I show up to do the podcast, right. Right, They're comfortable. If you're going to bring your care. wand, right. that's the sort of thing you're going to take. Get off my back.
1: But <clears throat> I I don't, you know, I first of all, I have nothing against kind of this really huge surgence of young adult aimed stuff, right? I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that if if we actually turn into as we have over like maybe the last five to ten years, really trying to put out tons of stuff aimed at young adults to read, right. then that's perfect, right? Right. I think that the wrong things maybe are getting the most Notoriety or whatever, yeah, right? So one of the things that has me very interested in this is that I know several people who say that these books are actually Great. really cool. Yeah. So I mean, that's its own right. step up right there. Yeah, I haven't read them. But and, you know,
3: but I've heard the same several
1: thing. people that I trust, have told me that they're actually really pretty good. Yeah. And the other thing is that some of the cast that has gotten involved yeah. in this, like Viola Davis, which you know that's that's weird in yeah. itself. I mean, she's not a person with a huge re- resume, right? Right. But you know, she was in the Help. She was yeah. she was really good. You got Jeremy Irons, Emma Thompson. When you see right. like the trailers for this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you see Jeremy Irons yeah, no. and Emma Thompson <laughs> yeah, no. standing? I mean, are they Sorry. in the movie for like five seconds? I don't know, this but they're signed on,
3: would, and that's kind of yeah. interesting. It would be really cool if this film turned out to be like almost the anti-Twilight. And and I'm pretty much like you. I don't have anything inherently against stories about vampires or werewolves or anything of that nature. It's just make it a good story. Write it well. Right. And And I get a little irritated when – something that isn't so good becomes so popular when I know there's an ocean of really great things out there that are being overlooked because of it right that offends my intelligence you know in, in some way I just want other people who are doing great awesome work to get the same you know spotlight put on them right when I first saw beautiful creatures I thought even before I fired up before I even watched the first trailer, before I knew anything about it, I knew it was based on a book. I hadn't heard anybody talk about it yet. But afterwards, I've heard, like you have heard a lot of people be like, oh, you should actually really check these out. They're great. It always looked to me like a combination of someone taking two stories and just throwing them together in a like a sandwich and just making you like eat it. Like right. It looked like Twilight and Percy Jackson. Kind,
1: kind of, yeah.
3: Because like, Percy Jackson, everything that the director just said, and then everything I saw after initially seeing the trailer for the first time, It's easy to dismiss kind of the aesthetic of it and be like, oh, great. Here comes another werewolf, magician, vampire, mummy love story or whatever. But it actually looks like it's much bigger, much deeper, much more layered. And maybe it is, though it's marketed to look a lot like Twilight, which would to get people in the seats. Maybe it's going to be really smart, really well well done and really surprising. And And, it would be really fun to come back on the show and be like – I never thought I'd be like in this camp, but holy crap, Beautiful Creatures was really good.
1: Right. And, you know, see, the thing that's weird is in the better versions of things in this genre at all, Mm -hmm. even if you go like Harry Potter, which is not at all the best thing in this genre, but Harry Potter's, you know, it's about something. The Harry Potter stories have actually some depth to them. And they are not about a boy wizard. It's not just and superficial stuff. Whatever, right? Yeah. It's, a, you know, about his difficulties and, you know, being a little kid. Don't ruin it, it, it. It's really about, you know, more being a little right. kid, not being right. a little wizard, right? Right. And it's got other stuff going on. Twilight is about exactly what it's about. Twilight, <laughs> right. I mean, Twilight yeah. is about nothing. It's right. it's just about, it's actually just about this girl and the bad boy she meets right. and whatever. And it's, yeah.
3: I don't know. All right, wait, I mean, so
1: I'm curious. People obviously will argue with me about that and say, right. no, it's – I'm not blub- bl- 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 one of those bl- 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 people. Bl- I don't know. You
3: just, you just brought up something interesting because I'm curious if you have something to say. Like you were like the the best of the genre. Then you're like, okay, Harry Potter isn't it, but it's an easy example because everybody knows about Harry Potter. Right. So what is the best of the genre? What is like for you in this realm, what is like the benchmark? Where are things falling behind? Well, like that's a movie? Yeah, I guess because i mean literature is way wide open for this kind of thing but right if you are using something as i know it's a little bit on that's the That's a movie but. might be kind of hard because
1: the question would be something that is really a young adult novel okay what's, a, and what's then, the story then and then turned into a movie you know i don't i don't know it, like off the top of my head i actually had i actually had to okay. read a lot of young adult literature because i i am actually an english teacher yeah by i don't by know by degree by degree yeah right um you know one that's really good is a book called feed yeah which i wish they would make into a, a movie I actually heard a lot about feed um that is a really good novel yeah that's like a novel where What you're doing, like I don't even have a problem with, you know, if you're writing books that are young adult and you're going, this is just kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, not not really trying to go anywhere, just trying to be entertaining. Right. But it's a book and kids will read it. That's fine, too. Feed is almost like kind of really trying to be something that will hook people into reading more. Right. And it's a gateway stepping book. Stepping up to yeah. the next level of right. reading books because it has all of the cool, like, kind of pop culture stuff that would get kids kind of into it. Mm-hmm. And it's got really wild sci fi mm-hmm. stuff going on. And then at the same time, it's almost like a kind of a translation of other stories that are, you know, giants of regular literature. You yeah. Know? It's got right. like the it's got the character interplay going on. I don't know. That's a really good one. That's the only one that really like cool. I guess jumps into my head. And as far as ones that actually were made into movies, I, I don't yeah. know. I'd I'd have to think about that and like come back next week maybe. Right. Do, you, do you know any that are really I, well, great. I just, in I the just genre? agree with
3: you. You you have a dislike. I won't I mean I'm not even gonna be combative, you know, you just you just have a dislike or a disappreciation even though that's not really a word but for Harry Potter and I don't I I love Harry Potter
1: I, I love I, do, I love
3: the books I don't have a disappreciation for Harry Potter You have a dislike as as it being like I know you've said before that if you've read the books and these are the greatest things you've ever read then you got to start reading more right. and and I can appreciate that cuz I that's graduated the only, that's college. the only
1: problem that I have no, with and Harry and Potter
3: that's, and and I graduated college with a degree in English just as well, you know. We've we've read a bunch of books and and I've had to spend my time reading a bunch of young adult stuff too. There's a lot of great stuff out there. But I love Harry Potter. I think it's awesome.
1: I like Harry Potter and I think Harry Potter is actually very cool and you know, I went to Harry Potter You, po- went, to, I, you I went, went to Harry, Harry Potter, Potter World,
3: World. You did. And you've which, done more than is, I have in that regard. But I was is, just curious. No Bill's completely wrong, yeah. but we're not going to give No, that. it's sort of like uh, I was just curious because you said it and I thought maybe you had something you no. were using but I didn't No. no. If my on spot, my only
1: problem it, with so. Harry Potter is that you know like my son is 11 mm-hmm. and has read all the Harry Potter books. He actually read all the Harry Potter books when he was like 8. Yeah. And he loved them and thought they were very cool and I thought that was awesome. Right. And and i i like the Harry I like most of the movies mm-hmm. until the last two when they got, turned crazy. Right,
3: <laughs> but um, I don't know what that means, but I understand. It it means that
1: the last two movies, which are really the one book, one book. right? Uh, then all of a sudden, what we decided to do was just film every sentence right. of the book right. and make it horrendously long for no reason. Right. Right. I don't know. I thought that makes sense. those two movies just went a little goofy. But um, like Prisoner of Azkaban, the movie, I think is really a good movie. Yeah. Right. If my son had been like 28 yeah, and read all the Harry Potter books mm-hmm. and said, these are awesome. This is like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Then I would not be happy.
3: Right. I guess.
1: When he's eight and reads it, uh, then it makes me very happy. Right. Anyway, so we're totally just babbling for no reason. The other thing that uh, I think is pretty cool about Beautiful Creatures, at least that makes me way more interested in it than Mm -hmm. I probably ought to be. Right. Right. Is that um, it's. Written and directed by uh Richard and you know, now I'm, like, I'm screwed again. Yeah. You you go ahead and yeah. say his Richard McGravinese. Right? Who has uh not directed tons of stuff, no, but has but... done a lot of writing of some really cool stuff. Yeah. Like The Fisher King, The Bridges of Madison County, Horse Whisperer, Beloved even, which was, you know, a pretty cool movie. Yeah. I mean not the greatest thing ever. And, you know, Water for Elephants, we kind of maybe I thought that movie was okay, but it was a little, yeah, it was a little heavy-handed, really, kind yeah. of in its in its lovey ness. I think whatever. that probably came more from I don't know. the Western it, story. It, it was it, it was interesting, but um, you know, he's written a lot of cool stuff. Not a lot of stuff that makes you go clearly. When we knock off <laughs> right. Twilight, that's who we're going to get to write. Right. So right. that makes it seem all the more interesting to me at, at the same time too. So. It's going to be a. Curious... You know, I don't know. Look out for that one. I would say, if you're getting roped into your, mm-hmm. you know, just after Valentine's Day, right? Huge date thing, and part of that is going to be a movie, right? Yeah. And you're a guy, right? Because that's the perspective I'm going to go from, right? right. Yeah. When she's trying to suck you into Safe Haven, right? <sighs> see if you can possibly. You know, inch over towards beautiful creatures because, right. you know, if you try to go for Die Hard, yeah. you're probably just going too lose, right? right? Exactly. You're, you're not going to get away with on. that. Right. right. And also coming out is a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan the mm-hmm. Third, which here's another movie that also pissed me off. And actually, you know, <laughs> we've only got like 15 minutes left. We haven't gotten <laughs> past a next week. To, yeah. This is a movie that I kind of refuse to believe exists, and it really <laughs> – yeah. it, it, it bothers me. I don't want this to be the case because I love Roman Coppola, mm-hmm. and I love Jason Schwartzman. I and yeah. I love all the stuff that they do together, separately, right. whatever. There, yeah. And for me, Charlie Sheen just doesn't exist anymore. So now right, we're tiger hey, blood now. We've taken him and made
3: him the star of our movie and uh, you know, I'm out. Right. That, I mean that you're not even into it this is like the you know not even Bill Murray can pull you back into this film, like the fact that he's in this. That, no, but that bothers me too. Yeah. Wait,
1: someone is sitting here with Sean Stone, son of Oliver Stone.
3: What that, that was the that, that was the guy that, that called in earlier. Oh right, okay. Anyway, so
1: now right, he's in the chat. I think it's awesome actually that it, we just moved right past that.
3: Yeah, And <laughs> talked not at all yeah. about our calling. Well, we love the calls, it, and sometimes they're. It's not like I wish we
1: something haven't... would go off more. You know, yeah. like it would go bang in case we were looking around at something right. else, and it, we would know that there was a call. Yeah. But anyway, so a glimpse inside the mind of uh, you know, I'm not going to say the whole thing every time so we talk Charlie, about it, but. Yeah, I so want to be looking forward to this movie. Yeah, and you know I'm a huge fan of Bill Murray. Also, so it's like this: the movie's got everything, right? And I don't care. This is (laughs) this is the part of the show where right we remove ourselves from our. I guess, movie criticness and just be, you know, real people, people because it's like, you know, the real person in me says, if Charlie Sheen's in something, I don't care anymore. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that movie's coming out. Are you interested in it? Plus, it looks really goofy.
3: I'm interested Even in it. Even for them. Here, here's the thing that I'm kind of interested in, and I'm not trying to be coy or funny or anything like that. It, it's like when you're driving. It, it's like when you're out and you see like a weird bug and you want to go over and you want to look at it a little bit more cuz you're kind of curious as to like what is that thing? Like I'm curious in that never kind of seen way in that kind of bug before. In this kind of way, like what kind of film is Charlie Sheen going to act like that has all the talent around him? And it's not to say that Charlie Sheen isn't talented, he's just crazy. Like right. he's just gone somewhere. Right. But if if all these guys, if Schwartzman and Bill Murray and all these guys are in this film together, Now I'm suddenly curious. Like if it was just Charlie Sheen in this film and you read me the plot, I'd be like, great, let me know how it is. (laughs) And if you come back to me and genuinely say like, this is something you got to see and you put it in my hand, I'll go watch it. Right. But now that I know all the other people are around it, now I'm curious in a way that is like, you know, maybe I actually would. I don't know that I would go to the theater on my own and spend like 12 bucks to go find out. But I would be more curious to pay attention to the reviews when they pop up and see what they say. Well, right. I mean, I'm. I can't immediately. I can't immediately forget how crazy Charlie Sheen has been, but I can't also immediately invalidate that he has talent and he just needs to put it in the right places. He's been in some really great uh, you films know and done some really great work. It's just that he doesn't choose to do it anymore.
1: Uh, you know, I'm not absolutely sure that I can fall for that statement because. No. Because here's the thing, if you have someone that you just kind of don't like, yeah, and you go, "Oh well, see that's different, I'm, and, not, uh, and you, I'm not and you totally and you go well
3: Charlie at this point, and,
1: well, they have talent, and they've done things right. that take talent, and you know, like on uh, two and a half men, like the first few seasons i really I really only watched it for like the first few seasons, yeah, but you know he was funny, the show was good, right. And I don't know. He's got talent. That might not be your kind of show, but right. you, but you might go, and you might not like him. But right. but you might go. I recognize the fact that there's some talent happening there, there, right? But if he snaps, mm-hmm. then is there talent there? Just because at one point he was a good actor, maybe, mm-hmm. and now he's insane. That doesn't mean that the good actorness keeps going. This is right. Why, this is why you won't
3: watch any of the films from. Um, Joaquin Phoenix now, right? Because he was a great exactly, actor. That's and he, exactly he, he true. Snapped, and now you're done with him. So I, I'm not sure that I was
1: ever on board with him being a
3: great actor, but he was certainly be really capable. good. Yeah, he
1: was. He was, he, was uh, he was somebody that I would be interested to see what they do.
3: Okay, so now moving on because. <laughs> Right. Oh, my last thing is I don't care about that. My last thing is this. It's troublesome for me to really take anybody seriously. It just makes me think worse of them when every role they take is named after themselves. Right. Because then they can just. Reply to whoever they're supposed to be. They like, can only focus what on says, the fact that you're saying their real name. Right,
1: what it says to me <laughs> right. is
3: that now – and the flip side of this, and I'm not changing my story, but the flip side of this is there's something so wrong with you, you can't remember you're supposed to be Bill. Right, exactly. You know, every, and this guy's right. name is Charles. So right. everything – Charlie Sheen does has to be named Charlie just to right. keep him paying and it, attention. It, and I don't it's know if not, that's like true or not. he's the only is,
1: person who does that. Right. No. Man. And it's not
3: like no, absolutely not. But it's not like it's not lost on me. No. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm, cur- I'm curious about that. It. And Bill Murray makes me curious about it because I'm a super Bill Murray yeah. fan. He, he, he makes alone me makes curious me curious. curious because you know as well as I do that guy doesn't take jobs for the fun of it. Right. Or maybe he just takes jobs for the fun of it. Right. Like I, whatever he, his madness is, it's his. Right.
1: It's funny because even when like I can't stand when people do that. Even to the point, you know, when if you have like Pride and Prejudice and right. you're going to make that right, you have to find people with different names than those people. You can't like <laughs> right. accidentally yeah. run into it too. It's like, well, but this is the guy we want to do it, and his name happens to be right. or her name or right. whatever, you know. And it's like those characters' names are are there. Are. We're, we're not right. going to change them. Even when you do that, I'm like, you got to find somebody else because right. it just drives me nuts yeah. to have somebody, you know, you know their real name, and they're being called by their real name <laughs> while you're watching them in the movie. It freaks me out, right? Anyway. But I do think that is kind of a weird thing. It's when, just weird when you have stuff like this. Can you just make his name be Charlie? Right. Because yeah, I'm
3: in. If you can just right. rename
1: the guy Charlie, right? Because it, it helps. Because that's not what the name yeah. is. Right. That would be um, hilarious man, if you nuts. found out this was supposed to be, you know, David Swan <laughs> the third. Right. Um, okay, so one more movie that I wanted to talk about uh, before we completely run out of time is Jack Jack and the Giant Slayer. Right. The reason I wanted to talk about this movie is because that's we – a couple weeks away. It, it is. but um, It's like the beginning of March, yeah. or I, I think we finally moved past next week <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah. the thing that's, that's interesting to me about this is that I have, just, just as you have,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: I think – Uh, We have been for months now watching previews of this movie and just hating on it like absolutely like everywhere, like nothing
3: else. Right.
1: I mean, because every time we see this trailer, it looks dumber. Yeah, the movie looks. It really does. The movie looks dumber every time we see this. And what's weird is I'm still holding out a crazy little bit of hope for this movie. Partially because now it's Nicholas Holt again, which that was weird last mm-hmm. week because we saw the trailer, and then boom, we start watching the movie where he's the main guy. Right. And now he's Jack, so right. he's apparently decided to take over the early year right. or
4: or and whatever.
3: It's weird to see – it's weird to have that effect, like right. not really pay attention to him. And now after seeing him be really good in a film – Right, but it's look at another film that I was ripping on and be like – but Damn like Look, but like last
1: right but last week yeah. it was literally this trailer goes and then right. boom the movie starts and there he is talking you know at the beginning of uh, <sighs> War and Bodies he's right. just there talking right or thinking right. really whatever <laughs> and we just watched him in this yeah and i liked him yeah, and and now he's in this and the thing that's got me on this one uh, for one thing just like we said with the other movies i mean not that i I, I I'm okay with Brian Singer. I don't love Brian Singer. I don't love all the movies that he's made. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the movies that like he's made. I like a lot of the
3: movies he's done.
1: And it, it's not like I think everything he does it is fantastic, but right. I do like a lot of what he's done. And we also have an interesting tie into this because we might have a guest when we do this. Yeah. Uh when we do Jack and the Giant Slayer on our show, we might have a guest from the movie cool join us. Yeah. A pretty interesting one. If it's Ewan McGregor it's you tell not, him tell him he Brian owes Singer. me
3: thirty five dollars and I want it, it from that bet.
1: It's actually not anybody that if I said his name anyone would know, probably. Okay, I was gonna say. But it's actually somebody who's very cool. interesting. I think they're very interesting. <laughs> God. It it will be cool. Um but anyway, so I uh, you know, I like Brian Singer. Mm-hmm but just like you know we were just talking about there are so many people attached to this that i want to like and not necessarily you and mcgregor although no, I although i do like huge him list i,
3: mean, I like so him
1: people. but he will do crazy things yeah but also you know stanley tucci
3: mm-hmm. who
1: I don't remember what I've seen him in that
3: I didn't like. I don't remember anything Stanley Tucci's done and, that I did not like. Right.
1: And – I mean literally thinking plenty, hard about it, nothing. And plenty He's of awesome. things that I Ian have McShane. loved. I mean – Right, Ian McShane and, uh, you know, hey, Warwick Davis, right? right. I mean how could you not like that? And And the list for this movie just goes on and on and on like you can't even
3: believe – no, I know it's got, it's it's a formula that you can't imagine coming up with something negative, negative. and maybe this is one of these times where we'll see this film and it'll be like, man, the trailer just looks like crap. That film is so much fun, you know. That's exactly what of I'm thinking. This. There are so many
1: interesting people, and uh, you know, actually, I'll give away our potential guest um, because oh. I'm uh, I- I'm interviewing him and. Mm-hmm possibly we're working on he will call Get in him and, on. Be, and be on the show but you know now i now i have to find him on this crazy list john ottman oh cool uh, who is the uh film editor and composer yeah for every movie that brian singer has directed mm-hmm. except x-men yeah so they They work together all the time, and he's been his film editor all the way from, like, The Usual Suspects. Right, all the way up through, like, Valkyrie. And and he does the movies, and he does the music, Mm -hmm. which nobody does. No. I mean, no it's almost like some it, other it, job it's also. almost
3: like he was really good at this, and they were like, by the way, we need someone to fill in for this. can you do it right like, you just never put these two titles next to each other and right. you know you've earned them in-
1: and so we will theoretically cool. be able that's to really get cool. his perspective on on the movie, but that's exactly what I was thinking once I start looking into this movie, I feel like how how can it be so bad? How can it be so, so horrible weird. as the trailer looks? I know, and that's what I'm thinking is, um, what I'm thinking is it must be one of those things. It it's must be, be one be of those where you go see the movie, and you, and you're thinking, who are they trying to get in yeah. the theater? Because if they would have made a real trailer of this movie, right? That's this is like you know my wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to like it, right. <laughs> I want to like it a lot. Right. But with all these people in it, if it's terrible, I'm going to be so disappointed. Yeah. If they weren't in it and it was terrible, I would go, ah, well, there's a goofy movie or whatever. You should have had Stanley Tucci. You <laughs> would have
3: saved your film. <laughs> right. But if he's in this and all these other guys are there with, him. I mean, not that, not that you don't know that he's in it either, because no,
1: right. he's apparently some bad guy, Giant guy. thing. He's yeah. he, Wow, that was loud. Wow. He's the next king of the giants. I don't know what his. He's got whatever goofy, goofy, you know, bad guy role going on where he. I don't know. Convinces the giants to attack, and of course he does. And therefore, he can be the king. Yeah. Which even that part being in the trailer is really hard to get your head around because in the trailer it's like, well, how could that? ever right. come around. Yeah. So obviously there's so much they're not telling you that you really have absolutely no idea
3: what the movie's right. about at
1: right. all except right. that you know there are giants, you know there's
3: attacking. It, just, it looks just so cliché like in the trailer when they're getting expelled from something and and the hero and the heroine are falling towards this dangerous Oh, right, yeah. Two right. centimeters from it. And he's like, oh, that could have been worse. Right. Oh, Really? Yeah. That wasn't as bad as I thought think, it was yeah. going to be, whatever. Don't ever say that in a film again.
1: I, I, I don't know. It It was really weird. But so we're going to let you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't think, you know, there's any reason we need to make the podcast go over the live Not show, really. right? Um next week you know we may be doing beautiful creatures I yeah. don't know but there's
3: so much to choose from next week that it's it, a weird week if we're going to if we're doing films that you know people are probably going to go to this is one of those weird this is almost like christmas in a, in a very small way where we may have to double up because there's enough right. films to cover all of them I don't know it's weird. Right. it's it's We'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. And you know, people. I could see us. Sure am people are going to, to die
1: hard too. Right. I, can, and, I was gonna.
3: Right. I was trying to say I could see us actually doing two this week. You know, because there are kind of a split. But right. We know Safe Haven isn't going to be one of them. Right. Sorry. But
1: We will be back Sorry. next week actually with a movie review. Yes. And I do have to say before we go, and you know, we're I think we're off live already. I don't even know yeah. uh, how that works or whatever. Uh, um, but if you're listening to us on the podcast, I do have to say. We were, you know, not expecting anything really from Super Bowl weekend. Right. And you know what? People still tuned in. That was
3: really cool. It, it, yeah. So, Thanks.
1: I mean, uh, maybe not, it, you know, it wasn't our biggest week ever, but I was like really amazed. It's a hard week to, to see to get people that to do anything. Right.
3: That people still yeah.
1: tune in so much. So, um, Thanks. That's awesome, you guys. Listening to us on Stitcher and on iTunes and even just on Blog Talk Radio is really, really impressive and cool that when you get a week like that, it it really actually kind of blows me away that within 24 hours, how many people listen to the show is really great. So uh, just thanks to everyone for tuning in. Please keep telling your friends, share on Facebook, things like that but um overall it you know that was just that's really cool made everything so cool yeah <laughs> i absolutely. thought we're going to it's going to be like cricket you know, on yeah. Super Bowl sunday yeah. anyway we will see you next week and i think probably at the very least it's going to be beautiful yeah. creatures that's cool. so you know if you have questions or something email us in before the show even and we will get to them on the yeah. air or call, and call you when can, we're on. It, right call, call yeah or call when we're on Seriously, I think that's so awesome. (laughs) All right. That was the greatest thing. Yeah. We will see you next week. Thanks Thanks a lot for tuning in, and goodbye. Bye. Bye.